You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday, October the 1st. My name is Lucas Smith. I'll be your host for the show. And we have got postseason baseball not only to talk about, but we have a postseason game and a postseason win to talk about. I cannot wait to talk about it all with you guys. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Make sure you tell them that Locked On sent you. Happy October as well. Felt we're going to be playing a postseason game in September. So uh, an October game in, in September. So that was a little odd for sure. But nevertheless, Cardinals get the job done with a 7-4 to win over San Diego. And now all of a sudden, the Padres are 27 outs away from being eliminated from postseason play. And the Cardinals, on the other hand, are 27 outs away from advancing to the National League Division Series in this weird, wild, and crazy 2020. So on the show today, I'll be talking about the game yesterday, obviously, uh, my, my thoughts about different situations and maybe what today's starting lineup needs to look like, and I'll just let you guys uh, do that as you will. But And then I'll also kind of give my take on the general postseason game yesterday, my thoughts on the eight games in a day. Because it was crazy. It was wild. Um, it was. I think baseball needed a day like this. They were all really good games for the most part, uh, especially the Yankees-Indians game and saw some history. So talk about that. And obviously preview the game tonight. That is now at 6 o'clock, uh, 6.08 uh, Central Time between Wainwright and Davies. So without further ado, guys, let's, let's just get right into it. Let, 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 let's start with the first inning. Cardinals in that first inning, they just come out roaring with a four-run First inning, I don't think anybody saw that coming, myself included. And based on the, the polls that I put out on Instagram and Facebook, I don't think any of you guys did too. The polls were, um, for those of you who, who voted, thank you. For those of you who didn't, it's okay. I'm glad that you're listening now. Um, they were resounding, and for good reason, they were resounding towards the Padres. And probably most of that was because of the offense that the Padres possess. And Cardinals really, really showed that, hey, we have an offense too, and one that can hit pretty well. Uh, Wong popped out to start the game, but then Edmund gets a base hit, and then you know just as the announcers were saying, you know, he hasn't really been pitched to, so he struggled, you know, or struggled to get him out of opportunities. Boom! Goldschmidt hits a long, towering home run, his first home run in just under a month. September the twelfth was his last home run, and then all of a sudden you're feeling pretty good about yourself as a as a Cardinal fan. And then next up you have your cleanup hitter Carlson, who had who has been. You know, he's been hitting better, but the cleanup position has been a bit of a struggle for St. Louis this year. He doubles. Molina singles him home. DeYoung uh, hits a double to go Molina to third. Carpenter gets a sacrifice fly. Then all of a sudden, you look up, it, it it's 4 nothing. St. Louis made a statement in that first inning, and that statement... St. Louis was able to make a statement in that first inning, and that statement is to not overlook the St. Louis Cardinals. Four runs in the first inning with this offense 
is is really really impressive and you know we, we documented it well all year of how the Cardinals offensive struggles and they can't come through in different situations and things like that but they ambushed Chris Paddock in that first inning first five batters saw 10 pitches and at that point it was already three nothing so that that first inning really set the tone well for St. Louis and it it really got everybody excited it allowed everybody to kind of breathe easy and say okay we're feeling pretty good we got Kim on the mound you know, he, he's pitched well overall this year. We're feeling pretty good with the 4 nothing cushion. And that first inning really, really, I think, took the wind out of the Padres' sails. They were able to, to come back a little bit here and there throughout the game, but that, that first inning was a huge, huge statement by the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, sadly, K.K. Kim just didn't really seem to have it yesterday. He Three and two-thirds was his final line, five hits, gave up three earned, walked two, struck out two. He was just leaving a lot of balls up. Gave up a lot of hard hit balls, both for outs and the uh, ones that were for hits, obviously. And he just wasn't really able to to pitch well. I think. I think that you know, when, whenever he doesn't pitch well, it, it's giving up a lot of hard contact. And he he did that yesterday. The Padres were able to square him up pretty good. Um, something that was big for St. Louis overall as a whole was the ability to for the bullpen to come in and get big outs right away. You look at Helsley who came in to relieve Kim. He got the the, the final out of that inning, stranding stranding the uh, the runner on first base. A couple innings later, it's Gallegos coming in after Cabrera was a little bit wild. Gallegos gets a big, big, big punch out of Fernando Tatis to end the sixth inning, and then Andrew Miller comes in in the in the eighth inning, uh, gives up a couple base runners. Alex Reyes comes in, gets Tatis Jr. to ground out to end the inning. The St. Louis Cardinals bullpen has been electric for St. Louis all year long and they really showed their strength yesterday by whenever they came into a situation they they stranded the runners and they, they were able to get out of it uh, when, when you look at overall inherited runners and, and how many of them scored Helsley one inherited runner nobody scored Cabrera did let his score that was on an unearned run um, Gallegos two inherited runners neither one of them scored Reyes two inherited runners neither one of them scored so the only one that scored was the unearned run that the the Connor bullpen gave up that's really 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 effective and that that's a huge plus for St. Louis if you can say okay I can pick any bullpen guy and I'm confident that they're going to get the out that they need to get and strand that runner uh, wherever they're at wherever they at that's a big positive for St. Louis going forward Something else that was huge for St. Louis today was their defense. They made a, a number of dandy plays. Carlson with a couple of diving efforts, one diving play. Bader to end the game. I'll talk about him in a little bit in not such a positive light. But I thought Paul Goldschmidt, um, you know, people always talk about his, his, his bat and how much he changes the lineup. But really, Paul Goldschmidt with, with the glove really changed the outlook of a couple different uh, innings in, in this game, both on base running mistakes by Cronenworth. Uh, the first one came in the sixth on a base hit uh, by Jerickson Profar. Or, excuse me, on a sacrifice fly by Nola. He uh, got the sacrifice fly. Fowler throws home, but to the cutoff man, Goldschmidt cuts it off, picks off Cronenworth, trying, uh, you know, caught halfway in between second and third or third and home, whatever it was. A couple innings later, Cronenworth causes a defensive miscue on a ground ball to Goldschmidt, who alertly gets up, realizes that Cronenworth is in a no-man's land, throws to third, and ends up, it ends up being Profar, the runner that's out, the trail runner in that play. But Goldschmidt was able to save a couple of runs there for St. Louis and really 
pick up the uh, the, uh, the the pitchers in both those situations, and that that's key. Pitching and defense has not only won St. Louis a lot of games this year, but pitching and defense is what's going to carry St. Louis into the postseason. Even though their offense played very well today, like like I hit on a couple of people to, to point out, Paul DeYoung two for two. With two walks, he reached base every single time he was up. Carlson was on base four times today, two hits and two walks. Talk about a postseason debut for Carlson. I mean, he is an absolute stud. And if he's going to be hitting cleanup like this, oh my goodness, watch out because that provides some protection for Paul Goldschmidt. And when Paul Goldsch- when when teams have to pitch to Goldschmidt because the batter behind him is dangerous, that's when Goldschmidt's going to hit get some pitches to hit, and that's really, really going to lengthen this lineup out. Molina also had a three-hit day, his first three-hit day in the postseason. The one negative, or you know, because even Wong was one for six, but he hit the ball hard. The, the negative for me, Harrison Bader. 0 for 5, five strikeouts. I don't even know if there's a name for that. He left six runners on in his five at-bats. I just don't even know if there's a name for that. You know, you have the hat trick, the golden sombrero for three and four strikeouts. Five strikeouts games are so rare, you just don't know what to call it. I guess you just call it a Harrison Bader. He was the first Cardinal to ever do that in the postseason, and he was just the third player to do that in the history of the game in the postseason. He cannot start today. He just simply cannot start. He's too much of an offensive liability. Yes, he made a nice catch to end the game, but he also allowed Cronworth to hit a triple on a ball that he should have caught earlier in the game. I'm, I'm sorry, this this is not a time to say, okay, I trust my guy, go out there and play. This is a time to say, who's going to give me the best chance to win? Bader's not that guy, plain and simple. At least not in 2020, and I don't think he is that guy at all. But 2020, he's definitely not. 0 for, 5 strike, 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts cannot warrant another start from him in center field. It's got to be Carlson in center and O'Neill on left. I'll hit on the starting lineups. What I think the starting lineup will be um, in just a little bit. Um, I'll also talk about the uh, general postseason update for me and my, my thoughts on it. Um, so all that and more coming up in, in just a moment. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks to deliver directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, those prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same exact parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you're right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The St. Louis Cardinals play a uh, game two of this wild card series. Tonight at 6.08, uh, be sure to tune in to my Twitter, LJ Fastball. The show's Twitter, LO underscore Cardinals, and that's also the Instagram name, LO underscore Cardinals. Um, be sure to follow those and interact and subscribe to the show, and make sure you uh, leave a, a rating as well. Let me know how you think I'm doing. I always appreciate those, and hopefully I'll be recapping a Cardinal win for you guys tomorrow. 
But again, that pitch, first pitch at 6.08. Central time, Zach Davies for the Brewers, Adam Raymond for the Cardinals. I'll talk about that game coming up in just a little bit. But before I do, I do want to kind of talk about what happened yesterday. The history that happened yesterday. Eight Major League Baseball playoff games in one day. It was exciting. I got a lot of homework done early in the day because I'm still a student, for those of you who don't know. I'm a student at Mizzou. A lot of homework done early in, in the day. And then for a couple of the early games, I had it on mute while working on a couple of different things. But I, I pretty much watched baseball from 11 until 12.30 last night. And it was glorious. You had history in the Reds and Braves game going 13 total innings, 1-0 to the final there. You had history in the... Yankees and Indians game, the longest uh, time-wise nine-inning game in postseason or regular season history. That was a really good electric game. You had the storyline of the Astros eliminating the Twins, the White Sox forcing a game three, the Rays were really the uh, the, the boringest of all the games, and they, they won their series eight to two. You had the Marlins winning their game five to one. Um so we're going to have five games today with the four NL games plus the White Sox and Athletics game three. But I loved it, guy. I, I mean, I, I love baseball more than the average person. I, I understand that. But I just think this was really good for the sport of baseball, not only to have this many games, but to have this many great games and this many historic games. Even the Brewers and Dodgers game was close. Like I said, the only not close one really um, was Tampa Bay and Toronto. Well, that was a series clincher, and you still had a storyline of a six-run inning there. Uh, the Marlins game was super close until the seventh inning with the five spot, putting the Cubs on the brink. So I think it'll be a really good, exciting day of baseball today. Um, and I, I just think that, it, again, it's really good for the sport. So my, my predictions for today, I'll, get, I'll give you the Cardinals and Padres one whenever I preview that series, uh, this game in a little bit. Um, my... my uh, Predictions for the rest of the games, though, you have Reds and Braves first pitch at 11. I think that Luis Castillo pitches them to a game three, so I think Reds take game two today. I think Hugh Darvish pitches the Cubs to game three, although I wouldn't be surprised if Sixto Sanchez shut out the Cubs. But I'm going to make a prediction uh, and go go Darvish uh, and the Cubs. So I think that goes to game three. White Sox and A's is a toss-up. Um, as of this recording, no starting pitcher being announced, but I'm going to go ahead and say White Sox win that one. And then Brewers and Dodgers, as much as I hate to say it, I think that uh, Kershaw, uh, playoff Kershaw does not show up. I think regular season Kershaw shows up, and I think the Dodgers take game two there, and I think the Brewers get swept, which is unfortunate because the Cardinals will have to play the winner of that series should they win. So uh, all these games I think could be toss-ups. But my, my, my prediction, I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to cop out of this one. I say Reds, Cubs, White Sox, Dodgers. That's who I'm going with for the games uh, today. And then the game today for St. Louis is an interesting one. You have not a depleted Cardinal bullpen by any state of the means. But, you know, St. Louis did, including Kim, use, you know, they used Helsley, Cabrera, Gallegos, Miller, and Reyes. They used six guys. And three of them went, other than Kim, three of them went more than an inning. Helsey went an inning and a third, and Gallegos went an inning and a third, and Reyes went an inning and a third. So you have to think that, you know, maybe they're not unavailable, but they're probably not the first out of the bullpen. The first guys out of the bullpen today might be, you know, a Cody Whitley, a Tyler Webb is probably a really good candidate to be first one out, or Andrew Miller, who didn't throw a lot of pitches. I mean, none of them are going to be shut down because none of them threw more than 16, 20 pitches when you look at the bullpen. Gallegos threw 21, so he might be last resort kind of guy. Um, But 
this bullpen, I think, is really going to rely on the, the fact that Adam Wainwright needs to go deep in the game. And when you look at Adam Wainwright's 2020, there's no reason why he won't go deep in this game. Adam Wainwright has done nothing but deliver this season, and I think that that is something that could not go unnoticed. Adam Wainwright, whenever the Cardinals have needed a moment this year, he has stepped up. I talked about that in my regular season recap show on Monday. But just to give you guys, you know, if you weren't able to listen to that, just a, a quick snapshot, you you look at the, the Cleveland series when he went the complete game after the Cardinals were, were about to get swept in that series. He went the complete game in game one of a doubleheader against Milwaukee on the 16th. Uh, he was able to keep the Cardinals in pretty much every game that he was in this season. When, when you look at his, his game logs um, in, in 2020, this season, he, was, he didn't go less than five innings one time. The, his, his shortest start was five innings, and that was after a 17-day layoff for the St. Louis Cardinals. He stepped up. That's another moment I didn't even mention was his first start following the COVID layoff. So there's no reason to believe that Adam Wainwright will not step up again for St. Louis today. He's done it the entire season. He's done it his entire career, if you really think about it. But especially 2020, Wainwright has stepped up. And I'm not saying the Cardinals need him to go nine today, but the Cardinals need him to go deep in the game. And the, there's no reason to believe he won't go deep in the game because of his track record and because of who he is and because of him and Yachty just have that have that it factor when, when their battery makes. Um, and he's got really good postseason numbers, 2-8-1 ERA across 105 two-thirds postseason innings. The last time he faced the Padres in the postseason, it was as a closer in 2006. So he closed out that game. I would not be surprised if he closed out this game as well. Well, you know, going the complete game. But when you look at a lineup, I think it'll be pretty similar to the one we saw yesterday with, I still think Carpenter starts. And here's why. I think because of his career against Zach Davies, 30 plate appearances, 25 at-bats. He is 12 for 25. That's a 480 average on base percentage of 567, slugging of 1,000. So an OPS of 1567. Three home runs, four runs driven in, five walks. You heard that OPS right, 1567. Carpenter will start for St. Louis today. If he doesn't, I'd be shocked. And I think Tyler O'Neill, like I said, O'Neill has to, has to, has to, has to start today for St. Louis in left field, and Carlson uh, has to start in, in center field. So I think that it'll be the same one through seven, and then Fowler and O'Neill will be hitting eight and nine. Uh, maybe you move Carpenter up in the lineup because of his numbers against Davies. I don't know, but I think that Carpenter gets to start today because of his numbers against Zach Davies. So my prediction for St. Louis, I think St. Louis wins today. Um, I predicted that coming, coming into it yesterday. I think that St. Louis also wins today. I think that they will punch their ticket to the National League Division Series tonight. First pitch, 608. My Twitter name is LJ Fastball. Be sure to follow along, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. Make sure you, to interact with me. If you have any questions you want me to talk about on tomorrow's show, uh, win or loss, tweet at me, email lockedoncards at gmail.com, whatever you want to do. I'll be sure to discuss them. So um, be sure to watch tonight. I'll be watching. It's been a fun ride. Hopefully it continues with a win tomorrow. 608 ESPN2. That's all I got for today's show. Thanks for listening. Always appreciate it. My name is Lucas Smith. As always, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay well. Have a great day.